Transparency Like We Never Last Season 2, Episode 2 is called Beginning Again. And you guys, I named this one Beginning Again because that's exactly what I'm doing. Beginning Again. Um, When I first started off with Kingdom Talk, Moments of Transparency, I was so excited about it. I was so, so excited about it and all the things that God wanted to do through this podcast. Uh, but 2020 happened. <laughs> and as you guys know, we can all relate to each other when it comes to facing some challenges, you know, experiencing the new norm. All right. But before we get into anything that's been going on in my 2020, I just want to basically send my condolences to all the families, to everyone who've lost loved ones through um due to this COVID virus. All the police killings we have seen, uh, the systemic racism, all all the things that has been happening in our country for decades. We here at Kingdom Kingdom Talk are constantly praying, and we'll continue to pray. We still believe God to be God. We know that He can do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or even think, according to the power that works within us. And we still believe God. That even in the midst of trials, tests, and tribulation, he is still moving. He is still working. Praise God. Praise God. So let's get right into it. Like I said, this is called Beginning Again. So what's been happening in my 2020? All right, you guys. So like I said, when I first started Kingdom Talk, I was so excited about it. And then I stopped. Pause. All the way. Pause. Completely just shut down on it. And... It's not because of COVID. It had absolutely nothing to do with COVID. Um, But it had everything to do with uh, failed relationships. Ah, No one likes a failed relationship. I know I don't, especially relationships. And I ain't just talking about any relationship. I'm talking about the relationships that that spoke to your purpose that, I mean, that were just, you know, we're God, you know, we're divine relationships. And when they end, you're like, oh my gosh, what in the world? What happened? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's what was going on. And due to those failed relationships, I felt a certain way that I couldn't put into words. I could I really couldn't articulate at all my feelings and what was going on. All right. But all I know is that I totally just lost myself. Like I was told I felt totally forsaken, not only by the people, but by God. All right. I felt that without their validation, then God wasn't going to validate me. I felt that God's promises to me were no longer 
Like everything he promised me, it was no longer. All right. Everything he said, all the ideas he given me, all the, the visions he's given me, that I was totally disqualified from it all. If y'all hear my dog in the back, his name is Jax. He's new to our family. Okay. He is, I give him everything that he needs and he's still not satisfied. Anyways, <laughs> I also felt that God gave up on me because people gave up, people walked away. And so I'm just like, God, well, you going to go ahead and side with them. So whatever, you know, do you, God? <laughs> the things we think, the things we think, um, I just thought I was totally disqualified, you know? And so you get to that point because you're, you're in that place and you're seeing from those, that, that lens there and your thoughts are going. So you start pointing the blame. Oh, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's their fault. Uh-uh, it was my fault. It's their, and then you be like, no, it ain't nothing but the devil. It ain't nothing but the devil. All right. It ain't nothing but the devil. But I've realized too, that we can't blame the devil for the decisions that we make. Because life is choice driven. You live or die by the choices that you make. All right. But through it all, God kept me. God was merciful toward me. He extended grace. He raised up people to be a blessing to me. Uh, did I did I have some struggles, some real hardcore challenges? Yes. Did I have challenges financially? Yes. Did God provide for me? Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. He provided for me. You know, um, did I have to borrow? I sure did. Did I have family give me money? And I'm like, I sure, God raised up the unexpected, you know, um, to bless me. And I, and, and I just, I just honor him for that. I really do. So, uh, let's go right into it. All right. So, I'm not going to stay on that for so long, you guys, because I have to tell you what's been going on, growing, because in every situation, in every test, in every trial, you know, when everything seems really tipsy-tossy, just, ugh, just like, ugh, a bit, ugh, and that's how I feel, a bit, ugh, <laughs> that's how I can, that's my articulation right there, ugh, this blob, okay, but there are some growing opportunities. There are some some areas where you know as a person that you can grow. And in this situation, when those relationships failed, that spoke to my validation, that spoke to my purpose. When those things failed um, and were no longer, I was like, what are some areas that I can actually grow in? What are some areas that I see now, <laughs> now that I can grow in? And so you guys, during all this, this the, during this time when I was, you know, confused and thinking that God gave up on me and that his visions and ideas that he gave me that I was disqualified from, I was doing some dating. I was doing some dating during, um, through this COVID. I decided to like, you know what? I just, I just want to feel something. I just want to feel something because it was just like, whatever. Like it was just really, that's my, that was my whole mindset, my whole attitude, whatever. Yes. All of the world, all of the you know, all of the empowerment and the encouraging and all that, all that, all that stuff, all of the word I, I, I have received it. It just really went out the window because it go, it will go out the window if you don't meditate on it continually. Huh? If you don't continue, the Bible says in Joshua one and eight, meditate on the word both day and night. 
not just when you in the season of good, not just when relationships are thriving and blooming, but everything. Because what's going to happen is that the word is going to help you when you're going through these tough times, when you're going through these times when, you, when you're doubting God, when you're doubting yourself, when you're doubting your ability to do what God has called you to do. And so I had some opportunities to grow. All right. So let me rewind. Let me rewind. So I'm going back and I was just talking to you about how I was dating. So I was going out with different people, you know, like I said, just I feel like whatever. This is my life now. Woo, woo, woo. Uh-huh. And like, if guy ain't going to bring them, I'm about to hit up Nikki Parker. Hey, Professor Ogilvy. And go, <laughs> and go down and find them myself. Because now that everything God promised me, I was thinking that it's no longer. It was no longer now. All right, and I realized here's the growing opportunity. Da da da. Growing opportunity was I was not grieving properly. Growing up, I I did not have an opportunity to grieve. I didn't know what grieving was. It was like I could be grieving, but I didn't really know how to uh, identify it. I didn't really know how to identify it. And so in this, when I got into this situation, I realized, man. I'm not grieving properly. Like the Holy Spirit really revealed it to me because I had no idea, you know. And he also revealed to me that you are trying to distract yourself and replace this dating thing with the fact that you are not grieving properly. During this time when you need to be pressing into me more than ever, you are entertaining fools. I'm going to call y'all fools out there, but okay. Anyways, I was entertaining people that I knew were outside of God's will for my life. The conversations were outside of God's will. The people were outside of God's will for my life and for my purpose and for my destiny. But because I was not grieving properly and I did not know how uh to actually grieve and then I was entertaining foolishness all right so that was a growing opportunity for me that Jacinta you gotta back up and before you do anything before you say anything before you whatever when you start doubting when you start thinking that God is gone and when you start thinking that you know you're disqualified from what he has given you then that's when you need to be in the word the most. And you need to be reminding yourself what God is what God is going to do in your life. You need to be declaring God's word. You need to be making sure, but I wasn't doing all that. You need to be praying even more. You need to be pressing even more. You need to be praising and worshiping even more. You know, but I wasn't doing that. I was just letting this whole situation, including life's, life stuff too, get the best of me. Another growing opportunity was effectively communicating. It's more to the story than just your side. How many of us talk about communication so much that, oh my God, communication is the most important thing in any relationship. Oh my goodness. If you don't communicate, you don't have nothing. We say this to our ears bleed, okay? Yes, communication is very important, but effective communication and communication is two totally different things. Okay, communication is I talk, you talk, I talk, you talk, I say this, you say that, we say this, okay, that hot and there. Effective communication is let me 
get outside of me and let me put myself in your shoes to really not only listen, but to actually hear you and to actually understand what you're talking about. What point are you trying to make? All right. And vice versa. And then you also, when it comes to effectively communicating, you also have to back up and say, you know what? Hmm. Is this argument or this point I'm trying to get across worth the relationship? Is it worth destroying and ruining a friendship and a relationship that we've built throughout the years just to make a point? I mean, dang, you got to really think about that stuff. All right. So understanding that it's more to the story than just your side. So through this, through, through learning this, my sister will always say to me, like, once you make something up in your mind, that is it. You're going to shut down anything else, anything else that could be. You know, and I was talking to a coworker and I was kind of mad on the inside because I'm just like, I felt that she didn't want to receive what I was saying and blase, 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 because she didn't respond back to my message. And when we actually sat down and talked, I was like, yo, I was blown away because I only went off by my story and I really didn't never had the opportunity to hear her out. But once I did, I was just like, dang. It was a whole big misunderstanding. So I had some I had some, I had to do some growth in, 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 in that area. All right. Then my next growing opportunity was ha, not relying on my truth, but God's truth. Does your truth align with God's word? Because we always throw around, and I heard Pastor Michael Todd say this too, and it was so true, and it like kind of stuck with me. We always throw this around. This is my truth. I'm living in my truth. I'm walking in my truth. Hey, I'm talking in my truth. Hey, we going in my truth. But, hmm, there's only one truth. God's truth. So if I was to match up your word, your truth with God's truth, would it still match? Would it be the same? No. Why? Because sometimes our truth is through a lens Okay, lens. Our truth is through a lens of bitterness, of unforgiveness, of pain, of discomfort. So we're seeing it through that lens. So we're seeing everything from that perspective. So therefore, I can't see the truth, the real truth, God's truth. I can only see through the lens of my pain, my bitterness, my anger, my unforgiveness. Huh? Come on. Was my toes stepped on? Yes. God be stepping on some toes. He was like, like my toes was like crunched. They was almost turned now because that's how much they were being stepped on. <laughs> so that was a growing moment for me. Does this align with the word? Does, am I seeing through the perspective of hurt? Am I seeing through the lens of hurt versus seeing through the through through God's word? Am I trying to justify my actions versus aligning my truth to fit God's truth? All right. Because just because we're mad, just because we're angry, it's not our what we do in that anger, you know, especially when it's negative, it's not justifiable. It's not justifiable. 
Um, and we got to really check ourselves when it comes to that and allow the Holy Spirit to check to check us. All right. And another growing opportunity for me is to know that this look here, Jacinta, everyone, everyone, don't matter where you are, no matter where you go, no matter who it is, no matter what the title is, everyone is imperfect. Nobody has it all together. How do we know this? Because the Bible clearly says uh, uh, to, uh, shoot, I'm lost, lost my train of thought. God, bring it back. The Bible clearly says to take up your cross daily, not just one time. Oh, I took up my cross 15 years ago. Hallelujah. I took up my cross. No. What about the other 15 years? <laughs> I took up my cross. I heard a pastor lady say, you can't go from the words you got in 1972 thinking that's going to fuel you all in 2020. It's not. You need daily the word, daily, fresh manner from heaven. You need that. And so it just lets me know, listen here, Jacinta, no one has it all together, not even you. Even when you want to, even when you don't want to look like you were wrong, even when you don't want to sound simple-minded, you know, but sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. And because bitterness can make you sound that way, bitterness can have you wrong, unforgiveness can have you wrong, or just, you know what, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. That's why there's the word that te- the word teaches you. It teaches you that you can't rely and trust self. You must rely and depend on God. So therefore, I can't put all my um, expectation within myself, okay? I can't put it all in myself, all the trust in myself. I have to rely on God's word because no one's perfect and because I'm not perfect. And therefore, I will make mistakes and they will make mistakes, you know? And so that's just with anything. That's with a relationship. That's with uh, a friendship, which is a relationship. And then you have romantic relationships. Then you have mother and daughter. Then you have uh, sister and brother, you know? That's in any relationship, you know, that, you know, we have to always remember no one is perfect. No one gets it right all the time. Only one who gets it right all the time is God, because God is never wrong. He cannot be wrong. He's not a man that he shall lie. So he can never be wrong, you know, you know, but so we all have to give everyone that grace and that space because you want that same grace and space when you mess up. Ah, come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So, yes, I was burned, but I called it a lesson learned. Okay, so my lesson learned. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all hear, y'all see that. All right. So I did. I've learned some beautiful lessons throughout this time. I've learned some stuff about me. Okay, that I got. I had. I had to let God check it, check it, check it. You know, and so. Some some of the lessons that I learned from this, this one right here is self-explanatory because we learned this in like first grade. I learned this in kindergarten, um, the golden rule. But is how I want to be treated and talked to is how I must treat and talk to others. Come on now. Come on now. You can't be talking out your neck sideways to people and treating people like any and everything. And... Uh, you expect, huh, talk to me nice, talk to me nice. No, 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 no. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. And I want people to be very aware of that, that the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. 
Because even though that if that person doesn't treat you, doesn't treat you right, even when they if you treated them right, God will raise up other people who will treat you right. You know, but you got to remember that you 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 know you 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 your life you in your life you sow seeds you sow seeds and then there's a harvest that you reap so be careful about, about the seeds that you sow be careful how you treat people and how you talk to people and you know what yes I'm just gonna piggyback I'm just gonna piggyback up the ladder because I skipped a few things that I really wanted to talk about but you know what I'll I'll you know what I'll I'll talk about it in a minute. But um, that was one of the things I had to realize, you know what, Jacinta, how you want to be treated, how you want to be talked to, make sure you just definitely do that as well, you know. And that's what we always got to keep in mind because sometimes our attitudes can be so stank. Hey, raise my hand, step on my toe, ouch and amen, because my attitude can be trite sometimes. Sometimes it's not great. You know, sometimes it's not good. Sometimes our mouth can be smart. Ooh, ouch and amen to that because our mouth can be smart sometimes, you know. But I have to always remember, like, you know what, I want to. So better seeds, all right? We got to try strive to sow better seeds, all right? I also learned that grace is a journey. It's not a race. Ha, ah, come on, God. Come on, Jesus. God gives grace. He gives us grace to do the things that he's called and chosen us to do. And some days we don't always get it right. We don't always get it right in that day sometimes. You know, the Bible says that we're that he's able that we've all fallen short of God's glory, but that at the same time, the Bible turns around and say that he's able to keep us from falling. He really is. He's able to keep us from falling. And I realized the same grace that I want applied to my life and I, that I want God to give me to do the things that he's called me to do. I got to be willing to give the same grace to other people, even when they're not acting right, even when they're getting on my nerves, even when they're wrong. <laughs> I got to make sure that I am at the place to extend the same grace. The Bible says new mercies he gives us. He gives us a new grace and a new mercy every single day, okay? And so that it's it's not a race, meaning that this isn't, this is a, everything, every, every day that you're given, it's a new mercy that you're given. You have a whole new grace to do what God has called you to do. And it's not just, it's not, just in that day, it's along as along the way. I'm 31 years old. Yeah, I tell you, I turned, I turned, I turned 31. Yeah, I turned 31, y'all. I am 31 out here. Okay, but I'm realizing that more and more that grace is a journey, and that the same grace that I want extended to me. I must be willing to also extend that same grace to other people. And, I, and, I, and, along, and along my journey, I'm going to meet different people. I'm going to have, encounter different attitudes. Trust me, I know. It may, it may be somebody who real, real super nice, maybe it's not who real, real super mean, but you got to still extend that grace uh, to everybody. Still be merciful to everyone. All right? And so, you guys, this last one, I'm going to talk about the lesson that I learned um, which was, you know, a growing opportunity as well. You know, <clears throat> to me, this is the biggest one. This is one of the one of the biggest ones. I mean, if not the biggest that and God gave this to me just sitting. I was just sitting down. I was just in deep thought. And he just this just came right in my head that maturity is defined by not only your integrity, but your ability to be compassionate and sympathize with others. Ah, slap your neighbor. Well, 
High five your neighbor. <laughs> All right. High five, Jax. That's my dog. Well, I'm the aunt. Janae's the mother. All right. We ain't doing like a huh, uh, uh. I got limits. <laughs> but anyways, maturity is defined by not only your integrity, but your ability to be compassionate and sympathize with others. Yes, that is so true. And I was like, ouch and amen, God. You know, because when you, when you become knowledgeable of other people's pain around you and you see what people have gone through and how people, you know, have uh, hurt somebody else, you have to have, you have to be mature enough to understand that sometimes their actions are not always directed toward you. So their their anger is not always directed toward you. Sometimes it's more so, you know, they're mad at somebody else or they're holding on to something else. And if you don't back up and be like, God, help me mature in this area where I lack compassion, where I lack the ability to sympathize with other people, then it's gonna it's gonna leave you angry all the time at that person. Leave you leave you harvesting this this bitterness toward this toward toward these individuals and I had to learn that I had to learn that you know dang you know in some areas I need to mature I need to grow up in you know and and be a little bit more compassionate and, and sympathize with other people you know um and that's what Jesus did that's what Jesus did that's that's what Jesus did in the Bible that's what Jesus did, that does with us today you know that he sympathizes with us he's compassionate you know, about what we go through, you know, he's just gonna be like, ah, shut up and get over it and keep on moving because that's, <laughs> that's my motto. <laughs> but, um, it really makes you, it really makes you think because like I said, me growing up, I had to be tough. I had to always be on the defense about everything. And I feel like I needed to protect myself because there was no one there to protect me. I didn't feel protected as a child. So I felt that I needed to always protect myself. And if I don't, have some type of guard up, then I'm gonna get hurt, or I'm gonna woo woo, or then I let my guard down, I'm all disappointed all over again, and da 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 da, blah 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 blah, you know, whatever that meant. But I had to really learn how to, you know, what be compassionate and sympathize with others because you never know when you're in a space where you want someone to be compassionate and sympathize with you. All right. So that to me was like the biggest lesson learned, you know, that, yeah, I, integrity, yes, doing the right thing, even when no one's looking, being integral, it's very important. But also having the ability to be compassionate sometimes with others is even more so important, you know, and you get that through your relationship with Christ because you begin to re- see how Jesus is and how Jesus is toward us, how compassionate he is, how he sympathizes with us, and that when we cry, he cries. You know, when we're hurting, he's hurting for us, you know. So that was to me like the one of the biggest, biggest lessons I've learned and you know, just really a big opportunity to I had an opportunity to grow in that. Um so yeah. So like I said, I named this uh this episode beginning again because that's what I'm doing. I'm beginning again. And let me tell you guys what beginning again is. Beginning again is not always butterflies and dragonflies, whatever whatever it is. It's not always, oh my God, 
I'm just beginning my life over and it's just like it feels so great and so wonderful and it's not it's not always that. But what I will tell you that it's not a crime. Okay? Don't let anyone make you feel bad about starting over or tell you how it's supposed to look. Okay? Beginning again does not always it does not it's not pretty. It doesn't always look pretty because you feel bad. You feel like you fail. You, you're a failure. You feel like you, this is, this is me. Okay. I'm, a, I'm going to say it for me because somebody won't probably admit it, but I'm not going, I'm going to admit it. I felt bad. I felt like a failure. Like, oh my gosh, like God, you gave me this. I'm running out of time. And God is just like, would you stop it? Stop it. Freeze, pause. You know, and it's not a crime. It's not a crime. I'm not going to let people make me feel bad for saying, you know what? I'm going to pause, I'm going to get myself right, I'm going to get my mind right, and I'm going to begin again. And I'm not going to let someone tell me how it's supposed to look, like it's supposed to look pretty. I don't care if it looks crazy, ugly, nasty in the process. I'm beginning again, you know. So, you guys, I'm going to tell you the steps that, I, that I've that i taken and that I'm on now, you know, beginning again. First, I'm realizing, one it's not a crime and it doesn't always look wonderful. Okay. Second Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and you're beginning again. You have to learn how to change your confession. Okay. Confession is so important when beginning again. Like I said, at a time in my life, I was feeling like, God, you don't left me. You don't love me. You're going to side with them. I ain't worried about them. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to get my husband. I ain't worried about you. Whoa. I ain't praying, I ain't doing nothing, woo woo. So you gotta be like, uh-uh. No. Proverbs 18:21 reminds us the power of life and death lies in your tongue. In your tongue. Okay. Read the word. Read the word of God. Remind yourself what God's word says about you. The Bible doesn't say you're disqualified. The Bible doesn't say that God left you, but the Bible does say. I will ne- I won't leave nor forsake you. That's what the word does say. And so begin to remind yourself of that. And that's what I'm doing. I'm reminding myself of what God's word says about me. All right? You got to declare, I will live and not die. I will live to the goodness of the Lord. And you got to remember that it is okay to cry. You will cry when you begin again. It's okay. Then it's not easy. It's never easy to start over. And when I had this, I'm starting, I'm starting over, starting over. It's never easy. It's never easy to start over, but you got to just know, you know what, God, your purpose is greater than whatever I can face. And that when you ask me to do something, I got to my pastor, y'all, my pastor said, it is much more at stake. When God asks you to do something, it is much more at stake. I know I had to begin again because there is, it's much more at stake. Shout out to my pastor, Dr. I. I love you, girl. <laughs> but anyways, also in the beginning, in beginning again, distractions do come. They will come, but you can't let it conquer you. Like I said, I got sort of caught up in that dating thing and being distracted because I wasn't trying to face the reality of what was happening in my life. I was trying to run, they see me, like, I was trying to run, okay, and not really trying to face what was going on and trying to replace this dating 
you know, trying to replace what I'm supposed to be doing, which is dating things. All right. Having conversations I ain't got no business having, you know, talking about talking out the neck, like I'm talking, talking, talking. I had no no business. Can somebody say no business? No business. I had no business. All right. So, yes, destructions do come, but you can't let it conquer you. All right. I chose that. You know what? I'm going to take my authority back. I'm not going to let these things conquer me anymore. All right. The next and beginning again, sow your financial seed. I can't tell you, and I'm going to talk about that in a later um, episode of Kingdom Talk, uh, about what my financial seed has done for me. When I was so seed into my church and, 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 and sacrifice, see, God always moves when it comes to sacrifice. And if you don't believe in sowing seed, it's all in the word of God. If you don't believe in sacrifice, it's all in the word of God. Abraham sacrificed. What did God do? Okay. Solomon sacrificed. If he brought them, he, if he um, gave them burnt offerings, what did God do? Not only give him wisdom, but gave him riches. Come on. Come on. Okay. The woman, uh, the the widow and the prophet, when she had her last, her last little meal and she gave the meal to prophet Elijah, uh-huh, she sacrificed what? And what? Did she was a businesswoman. Come on now. Come on now sacrifice is necessary sowing your financial seed is necessary because sometimes you gotta sow your way out of stuff and trust me i have sown my way out of stuff when it and, and i watched god move on my behalf i watched god do what only he could do and i even asked god i got so bold to ask god i said god the seeds that i've sown the the, the financial seeds i've sown before to my old church let them work in my behalf again. Let them work for me again. Because I had got to a point where I always wanted to sow a $1,000 seed um, to my church. I, always want, I, was, I always wanted to do that. I was like, oh, my God, I was so happy. And God gave me the opportunity to be able to do that, you know. And so I said, I, I said to God, I said, God, let that seed work for me. Let, that, let me put that seed in the ground. Let it work on, on my behalf. All right now? So, so your financial seed, you gotta sometimes take a take a take a seed that's a sacrificial seed and say, God, I'm gonna need you to turn some things around, okay? And by faith, believe it. I heard I heard Apostle Ivy Hilliard say, you know, faith. We're not trying to get nothing from God. God has already God has already done it. It's just that we're be, we're we're believing God to bring what's in what's in the, the the spirit realm into the into the into the into the natural realm. It's already there. It's already there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just creating the process for it to be transferred to the natural. All right. So yeah. So when you begin again, your financial seeds, throw your way out of some stuff. It's all in the word of God. Go read the word. It's in there. All right. Then remember God calls the unqualified. How do we know this? How do we know that God calls the unqualified? Because God sure did call Paul who name wasn't Paul. His name got changed to Paul. But remember Paul, who was Saul, uh, was a Christian killer. Killing, he man, boy was killing all the Christians. Uh, you, believe, you believe God? Okay. Uh, cut. He was killing, he was killing all the Christians. Okay. And he was not in them, in my eyes, he was not qualified, but Paul was one of the greatest. I mean, one of the greatest men of the Bible. Okay. Come on, Paul. Yes. All right. AKA used to be a Christian killer, but God delivered. Okay. So God, calls the unqualified he called paul regardless of paul he called him okay he called him 
And you got to also remember and begin again that God still loves you. God still loves me. And as a believer in Christ, I will remain standing. And God's promises are still for me. Remember when I told y'all that I thought God's promises was no longer going to happen? And da 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 And blah, 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 blah. But I had to remember that God, I had to remind myself, according to God's word, first of all, he still loves me. He's always going to love me. All right? Not even not even death could separate me from the love of Christ. Okay, he's always going to love us. Okay? And then as a believer in Christ, I will remain standing. So no matter what I'm going through, I am guaranteed as a believer in Christ Jesus to remain standing. Okay? And that his promises are still for me. His promises, according to the word, are still yes and amen for my life. All right? I also had to know and beginning again, you got to get accountability partners. I have to get accountability partners. So I have my friend who is in the military. He has a podcast called um, When Silent People Talk. Um, check it out. But, uh, you know, me and him, would, he'll call me up or I'll call him up and we'll sit there and we'll read the word. And, you know, we, was, we started at Genesis and now we on Exodus. You know, he kind of ahead of me, you know. <laughs> and then we're also reading the book, Relationship Goes. But, you know, just... Just keeping each other engaged and stuff in the world, you know what I'm saying, and building each other up, you know, encouraging each other, you know what I'm saying, have your accountability partner, all right? And then in beginning again, I had to encourage others. Ha! Yes, yes, yes. Even when you're in your mess, even when you are in a storm, you have to learn to encourage each other, encourage each others you gotta learn to praise god and worship god even in the storm i'm still like i raise my hands up god am i beginning again i'm gonna praise you even more i'm gonna thank you even more i was in service today just like thank you god i was just like hallelujah thank you lord you know the ugly cry yeah the ugly cry like and i'm just so sad because you just were like man i could be dead i could lose my mind i could be out there, you know, even through, going through all that stuff, I could have been out there, but I didn't go out there. Like I didn't go out there, but I was because it was like on the inside of me, it was like something deep, 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 deep on the inside of me was like the sense that you don't want to go back to what God freed you from. Come on. So when I could have been out there, when I could have been out there during that, during that, during that time, that relationship failed. When I could have been out there out there smoking, out there having sex. When I could have been out there, it was something. Hi, y'all, I could shout right now. I'm going to try and keep my composure. <laughs> but I could, I'm telling you, on whew, when I could have went back, it was like, it was the kingdom of God on the inside of me. Like, don't you go back to what I freed you from in spite of what's going on, in spite of what's happening, in spite of who walked away, in spite of what ended. I ain't in. Mm, Jesus, come on, come on, Lord. I, I just love. Oh my God, yeah, I can shout. I'm trying to keep my composure right now because this is a podcast. Okay, I'm gonna act. Like me, I'm gonna act pleasant. All right, <laughs> and so we are encouraging um others, right? So on this beginning again, we talked about it's not a crime. Okay, it's not a crime to start over. It, it it don't don't let nobody tell you how it's supposed to look. Talking about declaring God's word, Proverbs 18, 21, probably life and death lies in your tongue. Declare God's word, I will live and not die. That we talked about reading, reading the word of God, meditate on it both day and night, remind yourself about what God says about you. And beginning again, we also talked about that you will cry. It's not easy. Distractions do come. 
Don't let it conquer you. We talked about sowing your financial seed. Sow your way out of some stuff sometime. We talked about remembering God calls the unqualified. We gave the example like Paul. Okay, it's a, a couple more too. All right, <laughs> we gave the example. I gave the example of Paul. All right, then we talked about remembering that God still loves you. God still loves me, and as a believer in Christ, I will remain standing no matter what I go through. I'm I'm going to remain standing, and that God's promises are for me, are still for me as a believer in Christ. Okay. You can't have the promises of God without God. Let me just say that. All right. Remember that. Okay. Let me talk about begin when we begin again. We have to have accountability partners who are going to be accountable to. We're going to, you know, people who are lead. We have our leadership first and foremost. We have our leadership. You know, men and women of God that God places us underneath. God places us under. You know, to to shepherd us and things like that to lead us. Um. Then we have people like our friends and we call our friends who. Are, are encouraging us to stay in the word of God and encourage and praying with us, you know, praying us through, through uh, certain situations. Um, then we have, um, and begin again, you want to encourage others. Okay. I'm trying to get through this real fast, you guys, because my time is like so bad, so bad, but you want to encourage others. So even in the storm, you want to continue to encourage others. You want to continue to praise. You want to continue to worship and lift up all praises to God, because regardless of what you're facing, he's still good. He's still mighty. He's still able to perform. All right, that should be a song. Anyways, I'm going to go forward. All right, and the last thing, you guys, remember this. And beginning again, with God, the impossible isn't possible. I got that from Dr. Cindy Trim, who I love so much. But when she said that, it stuck with me. Because with God, the impossible, listen, the impossible isn't possible. Because with God, all things is possible, okay? We got to remember that, that no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, there's no impossibility in God because he's the God of possible. He's the God of possible. There's no impossible in him, nothing that he cannot do, okay? He's God, all right? He's God, all right? Oh, man, I'm so happy we got through that, you guys. Like I said, begin again. It is okay to begin again. Beginning again does not make you weak. It does not make you inadequate to anybody else. But it makes you dependent on the true and living God. <laughs> it makes you depend a lot more on the true and the living God. And I'm talking to anybody out there who says, you know what? This year has been rocky. Okay, we can all relate. So this year has been a little, a little rocky. You know, I know some people are still smiling and stuff like, ooh. But for, for some, for a lot of people, it's been, it's been rocky. You know, it's been rocky. But I'm going to tell you right now that you don't have to wait to a new year to begin again. You don't have to wait till you lose weight to begin again. You don't have to wait. You don't have to lose. You don't have to wait until, um, the, the 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 society goes back to whatever <laughs> the norm I guess to begin again. You know what? You can choose right now to begin again. You can choose right now in this very moment to begin again. But not how it was before. But this time with Christ. This time with welcoming Christ in your heart and allowing him to be your Lord and Savior. And if you want that if you want that, you know, you're like, Jacinta, I really want to begin my life again. But this time, I don't want to do it with just me. This time, I need someone bigger than me that can help me, that can partner with me, 
to help me get the things done that I got to get done. To help me be that mother I need to be. Help me be that wife, that husband, that father, that sister, that friend, that co-worker, that employee, that supervisor, that business owner, that uh, whatever that I need to be walking in my divine purpose. If you if you just say that right now, saying like, Cynthia, that's me. I want to begin again, but this time I need Jesus. I need Jesus to begin with me because he's been waiting for you. He's been waiting for you. So if that's you, repeat after me. Father, I thank you for your word that says, if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus died and rose just for me. Father, come into my heart. Fill me with your spirit so that I may live a life pleasing to you. Thank you, Father, for allowing me in your family. I give you my heart and ask that your will be done in my life from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Welcome to the family of Christ. The Bible says the angels are rejoicing, okay? The angels are rejoicing, and we here at Kingdom Talk, Moments of Transparency, are rejoicing with you. We love you, and we want you to stay encouraged, all right? And knowing that your beginning, again, is right now, all right? It's right now. You did it. You're beginning a whole new life. The Bible says, behold, old things are passed away and behold, all things are made new to those who are in Christ Jesus. And you're in the family of Christ. All right. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you next time on Kingdom Talk. And she was all about kingdom.